So this is a really weird outlier of a movie. And to call it a movie is almost kind of a stretch. I'm fascinated. I don't really know what to call it. It is not a documentary. Um, It is not really a movie in terms of it. Like, I guess it technically... Has a script? You couldn't even classify it in the the broadest sense, like a comedy or. It's a drama definitely not. A, it's science, definitely not a comedy. Science fiction. It's not science fiction. Horror. I mean, it's got some stuff in it that's horrifying. It's very intense. Um, so what we're talking about today is a, a film that I stumbled across a couple years ago on Netflix, which is unfortunately not on Netflix anymore. But uh, I wanted to watch it again over the past week, and, and so I ended up uh, renting it on Google Play. But it is a, a film called Charlie Victor Romeo. Okay, now I'm going to have to jump in here because this is going to be dominated by this movie that I have not seen. Right, that you have so, not seen it. I've I seen want, it several times, you have not seen I'm it. I'm going to stop you whenever I can. What drew you to it on Netflix? What what did the, because we can't go to Blockbuster anymore, What 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 was it about the... The cover of the box. We watch a bunch of documentaries, and I think they had it filed under documentaries. And I was like, and it has a pretty neat cover. It's basically just a black background with kind of like a technical drawing of a plane. Okay. And then the name, and when I looked at it, I was like, what is that? Because I always look and read the descriptions. And so basically what they did was, and it sounds really morbid, and maybe it is, but they took the cockpit voice recording, which is where they, this, Charlie Black Victor Romeo comes yeah, from. Okay. Those initial CVR, cockpit voice recorder, from five major airplane disasters. Oh, Lord. And had actors recreate the cockpit scenarios. So they built a little cockpit with like light up instruments and stuff and like a wall of things behind them for the co pilot and everything or whatever. And they took these five black box recordings. And had actors reenact it. And I know that sounds bizarre and like it would be extremely boring. It, it I don't is, think it sounds boring. It sounds a little morbid to me. Well, not, not all of them ended in death. Oh. That's the thing. Okay. Like when you hear of major disasters, I, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say disasters. Maybe airplane accidents yeah. um, is a better way to say it. But, um, you know, let me give you this example. Okay. So it sounds really, really morbid because you're not familiar probably with any of these things, yeah. or maybe you have heard about them for whatever reason. But if I told you that that you that there was it was available for you to listen to the Miracle on the Hudson where Sullenberger landed the plane yeah. in the Hudson, would you not think that would be captivating audio to listen oh, yeah, to? Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, right. Of course it would be. So that's not what this is. This is lesser known <laughs> events, okay. but it but it is equally riveting and fascinating and so or did they take the voice recordings and then give the script to the actors or the actors lip syncing over the actual no no no. it is not lip syncing they are acting it okay they are but using their own voices okay you know they basically what it what it was is it started out as a play so it was a stage play and they did the stage play performance and it got some popularity and notoriety and then they filmed it and i don't know that they ever really intended it for it to be, be released for I don't know if the idea was to go commercial with it and try and have widespread um, availability of it or if it was used for like a training tool for aviation people and things like that because they got some commendations for, for it and it, won, it did win some awards on the festival really? circuit. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the thing that really, I guess the reason I keep going back to it is because um, once I went down the rabbit hole and started researching kind of like how after some of these disasters the dynamic shifted in terms of 
what goes on in airplane cockpits mm -hmm. and what the delegation of duty was. Some of these accidents are what brought about the changes in the cockpit. And so once I started looking at that and reading up more on that, and then once I Wikipedia all five of the accidents and read more about them and kind of how they happened, um, you know, it, it's just, it was very, very interesting that the rabbit hole goes very deep yeah. on this for Are me. Are there any recognizable actors in it? No, it's nobody you would have ever, ever seen or, or heard of. And, and that's the thing, like, they're not all, um, they're not all pilot error. They're not all technical difficulties. Some of them are. Some of them are really interesting. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't know how many people are actually going to go watch this. I'm going to. Such so an outlier of a weird movie. Don't but ever do it. I'm going to go. There, see. There's one scenario where one of the passengers on the plane happened to be a flight instructor, and he came in the cockpit and helped him land the plane. Wow. It's just weird. These weird things that have happened. And uh, the other thing that's kind of cool about it is um, they, in addition to the pilots speaking. They have some of like the tower and the um, what's the um, the stewardesses and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It's flight really, attendants. Flight attendants. Sorry, not stewardess. Sexist. Sorry, I apologize. Um, I, I'm showing my age there, but we're anyhow. big on airplanes. What? Podcast yeah, we're right now. We're big with we're big with flight attendants. Yeah, huge part of our demographic. Yeah. But so, anyways, it's just really really interesting, and I it, it is it is definitely when people would ask me. What is the most unique film or different film or just outlier of a film? Like, I, I mean, I almost want to lump it in with favorite documentaries, but it's not, it's not a documentary in the sense of like King of Kong or American Movie um, is a documentary. If somebody asked me what my favorite hard documentary would be, it would be a, probably a tie between King of Kong and American Movie. I just love both of those films. American Movies. American Movies over the top. But, uh, but, but it, I mean... This one, if you call it a documentary, if you're going to lump yeah. it in with that, would be a close third. So, all I can think of to com for comparison's sake, and when you brought this up, you gave me this outline of what you wanted to talk about, and so I've been racking my brain all day trying to think of something. But now that you've started speaking about it, and I'm sure the acting quality is better, but it reminds me of like an Unsolved Mysteries episode from back in the day. It, it, but the um, acting's got to be much better than that, right? I mean, it's not... But that yeah, the feeling acting, of being the acting is really good. I mean, yeah, the acting okay. is really, really good. It's not that it's not that level of reenactment, but it is much along those lines. And like, to be completely honest, man, it, it, when I watch it, because of the fact that I know that the subject matter is so heavy, uh -huh. it actually is kind of like not creepy, but it just it feels heavy. It's very intense. Yeah, you know, what? it just it, ha it carries a lot of weight to it because you know what you're watching. Yeah. Why did you return to it? You said you'd watch. This sounds like something I would watch one time and be done with. I just I watched it a couple times when it was on Netflix, and I just it was so good, honestly. And like I know that sounds really weird or really morbid that I'm that I'm fascinated with this stuff, but like when you watch it, it just I don't know. It's just riveting. It's really intense. It's an hour and a half long, and it passes like that. Yeah. I mean, it goes by so quickly because you're watching this stuff, and everything that happens to them is just happening so rapidly and so intensely so i watched it the other night in like an hour and a half and it felt like 10 minutes yeah it just goes by really really quickly unlike this boring ass podcast which drags <laughs> drags we're we're at minute watch. three right now Where exactly are we? <laughs> no so um <laughs> but no it's just really really good it was really interesting and what i did this time when i watched it is i would and they what they do is they kind of in the beginning so apparently when they did the stage play they had a slide projector set up and they had these slides that would show you a little bit of information about the flight and some schematics of the plane. And then after the recording, they would kind of tell you like what the aftermath was oh, or yeah. what happened or yeah. like what caused the accident. So <clears throat> the, 
this time when I watched it after each segment, because I think I believe it's five segments, I would pause it and then go to the Wikipedia page and like do a deep dive uh, on all of them and every single one. Um, so it was really, really interesting. Man, it well, it's it's one of those things where like when when I'm talking about a subject, when something like this would ever come up in conversation, um, and and people would say like, why do you know so much about you know the hierarchical chain of command inside of airplane cockpits? I'm like, well, this movie, you know, I did this really weird deep dive over yeah. there, you know, so. I, I tend to, anything that I get involved in or read about or want to know more about, I always just go and do a deep dive on Wikipedia. And this was one of those things where, you know, because it used to be that, <clears throat> excuse me, the captain of the plane was considered infallible. Oh, yeah. So even if he would, said, we're flying into the mountains. Upside down. Everybody yeah. was just like, we're going into the yeah, mountains. here we go. But then it kind of became the thing where it was more of a, uh, and I can't, there's a term for it, and I can't think of what the term is, but it was more of like an open... You know, like a teamwork type thing. Um, yeah, meritocracy or whatever. yeah. There's a there's a word for it that they use in the industry, and I can't think of what it is. Now it's going to bother me to death. But um, but anyhow, so it's where the the captain is not the end all be all, and it's more of a collaborative working environment for for people to be in. Sure, I think yeah. this is this kind of a lot of uh, a lot of apparently a lot of people use this as a good study in teamwork and team building. So does the cockpit change every? No, it's the same. It's the same it's one. The same every exact time. cockpit. Okay. And, and some of the actors in the movie you see in different segments. I mean, there's like maybe a handful of five or six. So actors. it was probably filmed on like a shoestring budget, but it still I mean, looks I'll, really good. I'll be honest with you. If they came up with, if they came up with a part two or a part three, I would watch every single yeah, one of them. Yeah, that's fascinating. It is, it's really really interesting. If you're into kind of off the wall or outside of the box type movies or art stuff or documentaries. I would highly recommend checking this out. It is not for everybody, and I understand that it's not going to be in everybody's wheelhouse, but it is a really, really interesting watch. I, I it, it will really grab you. And the only way you can do it is buying it. Yeah, on, on uh, networks or uh, uh, play markets or what have you. Google it. Yep, there you go. All right, thanks. See you.